Healthcare is rapidly changing. Innovative technologies and new treatment paradigms are changing the way we tackle the world's pervasive health issues. I'm Alex Godin with Oxner Health in New Orleans, Louisiana. Join me as we go inside Louisiana's largest healthcare system, where we discuss new ideas in confronting these healthcare challenges. We talk to thought leaders and healthcare experts to explore the latest innovations in patient care. Welcome to Innovation Health. Since the beginning of the pandemic, many surgeries, procedures, and tests have had to be postponed. In addition, many people who sought care did not because they were scared of catching the virus at a clinic or hospital. This delay in care has created a new wave of patients who need to get back to care immediately. We have to ask ourselves, is it safe to do so? What will it be like to go see your doctor now? What changes can I expect in my care? On this episode, I talk with Dr. Pedro Casabon, System Leader of Primary Care at Oxner Health. Dr. Casabon has been leading the effort to reconfigure Oxner Health clinical facilities and implementing new safety measures to ensure that all patients are safe as they seek care. Dr. Casbon, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today. I just want to kick things off and have you kind of give a description or tell everyone a little bit about your role at Oxner and what you do. Yeah, so thanks for having me. My role, the, the formal role is system uh, service line leader for primary care uh, at Oxner. I also have sort of more direct control over the New Orleans area operations. The system leader role is a, is a strategic role that helps align all of our primary care activities across the system so that we're all delivering the same sort of you know work and, and quality that we want to have as a system. But then I also manage the day-to-day operations of some of our sites in the New Orleans area. And so really in both facets of your role, I have to assume that you've really been on the leading some of this charge around the COVID-19 pandemic. And that's really been a big focus and initiative of yours over the past few months. So with that in mind, um, how would you say the patient care has changed since the start of the pandemic, um, both specifically for primary care divider, providers or just patients care as a whole? So a lot of attention. We've always been safety minded um, over the years. Hand washing has been something that um, the whole institution and certainly primary care has adopted as a major way to minimize contagiousness between one patient and another. Now, with the threat of this uh, illness being so present, um, we've really doubled down on those efforts. And so one of the major things that we can do to reduce risk of transmission is with hand washing, cleansing, a um, lot of work being done in waiting rooms to wipe down the surfaces when possible, etc. The other big push is the masking. Uh, you know, in the very beginning of the pandemic, when it wasn't clearly understood how this virus passed, you know, there was, let's say, partial adoption of masking. Now, uh, the entire system of Oxner requires that every patient and every doctor or provider or care team member wear a mask all the time whenever we're, you know, in public or facing anybody. And so, you know, if you come to the clinic now, you will see everybody is wearing a mask. And those safety measures really can help um, mitigate some of the anxieties or worries people may have about returning to their visits and their regularly scheduled healthcare routines. And I think we're about at that time, correct, that it's, it's really time to start going back to those regular appointments, 
getting back into your doctor's offices. But there's there's a lot to to know that might be different in terms of these safety measures. So let's walk through the experience a patient would have um, visiting a doctor's office. So it's just starting from the very beginning. They pull up to the clinic, park their car. Where do they go from there? Can they just get out? Should they wait for someone to come get them from the car when it's time to come in? So across the whole Oxner system, we've instituted or are instituting um, a model of curbside check-in. Okay. If your phone is on, we have what's called geofencing. And so the uh, electronic monitor spots you and says, oh, look, this person is now pulled into our driveway. And then you can connect to the system to say, hey, I'm here. And then you can do some of the check-in things that have to happen upon check-in on your phone in the driveway. Oh, wow. And so then when it's when the team is ready to take you in, then they send you a text saying, come on in now, or, or the team calls you on the phone, whichever one you end up choosing. Um, and then you uh, come into the clinic. Okay. You don't have to use that just for clarity. Like that's not the only way you can just approach the clinic normally. Then when you arrive, you'll find a team there that's doing the temperature checks and the little questionnaire. And they ask you, have you had any cough, fever, shortness of breath um, in the past few days? And they check every single person. And it's one of those, it's no touch. Okay. And so, and then if you, you are welcome to bring a mask, if you have it, you know, the national recommendation is a wear mask outdoors or when you're out and about, if for some reason you don't have one, you'll be given one. Okay. And uh, something that's different is we'll expect you to wear the mask. Like that's, you know, it's not a optional, like we feel like the community, we have to protect each other as much as possible. And so we wear the mask for protecting ourselves, but also in case we are inadvertently starting to shed virus and don't realize it, we want to protect our citizens. And so you'll wear the mask. All of the, then you'll be ushered to the uh, the regular check-in thing, which has um, the little sneeze guard screens. So there's a barrier between you and the check-in staff. You can see everybody and you can hear, but it's, you know, you'll see them a lot in other places. Right, just any kind of counter divider. Yeah. And then finally, you'll you'll get um, directed to whatever the waiting area is. Now, I'll tell you that we're making a lot of efforts to minimize waiting time. The faster we can get folks through the entire process of check-in, see the doc or your provider, you know, the checkout and go home, that minimizes exposure as well. Um, our waiting areas have been re-engineered to have every seating at least six feet apart. So wow. what you'll find is a waiting room with two-thirds less the chairs that you've seen in the past. And so that helps to not have to figure out how am I going to hide out in a corner or whatever. Built-in social distancing. Exactly. So it just makes it really easy. So folks will will hopefully see a more expedited path through the clinic. Which is a positive. And you know, what what stands out to me too as a, as a patient, something that I kind of gathered from that is it really is nice to see sort of the solidarity around um, protecting your health and protecting one another. So we have our our clinicians really working to keep it clean, give us the mask, but instilling that in the patient as well. So it's really this group community effort to stay safe and to protect one another. Um, but what does this look like when you're in the room with a doctor? You know, we're, we're used to having our doctor kind of not poke and prod, if you will, but, you know, they, they look in your ears and your mouth and your nose and they're, they're, it's very hands on typically. Yeah. So so once you once you go into the room, um, you'll see that all of the care team members are wearing a mask. 
Sometimes you'll find folks that are actually wearing gloves and, you know, different things. Um, in primary care, we don't do a lot of um, like invasive procedures. Like mm -hmm. we're not usually doing things that you might cough or et cetera. And so um, you probably wouldn't perceive too much of a typical difference. As far as exam stuff goes, a key element of so many evaluations is the physical exam. We need to listen to your heart. We need to listen to your lungs. It's going to be similar to what you're used to. But what you may not see is the providers are wiping the stethoscopes after the visits. The medical assistant has wiped down the table, the chairs or whatever before you come, and they'll wipe it down again after you leave. And then the providers, we have um, hand sanitizer and sinks in every single room. So you'll often see the doc or the provider wash their hands maybe in the beginning and, and in the end. You know, I'm a practicing physician. And so for the past few weeks, I've had patients coming in. Um, and what I find is that they're all happy to have the mask. And I normally would shake someone's hand, say, hi, how are you, or whatever. And we tend to do the little elbow bump. It's kind <laughs> of interesting. The patients, they, they want, you know, they want to connect with you. But right. the hand is, the, is one of the places that can carry the virus up to the mouth and so forth. Um, so the community, you know, it's not been, it's not been super unusual, but everyone wears a mask. And sometimes I'll have patients that want to lower the mask to be able to talk or whatever. And I said, you know, let's, let's keep the mask on just for everybody's sake. Right. And um, nobody, has a, nobody has a problem with that. I mean, it's, it's fine. So you won't encounter anything that's um, weird, let's say. It's just heightened, heightened attention to transmission risk. And I think a lot of people don't realize when they think of it from us, from the patient side, you know, our providers were washing their hands diligently before this anyway, you know, like that's just instilled in any clinician. So that's been an ingrained part of our culture now for several years. And that is science-based. I mean, it, we've known forever right. that hand washing can dramatically improve, um, you know, risk of infection. Well, that, that's great to hear about those regular in in clinic visits, that puts a lot of peace of mind out there for patients, I think. From um, maybe a more in invasive side, if, say if you're a patient getting surgery and you would need to be hospitalized, stay in the hospital, you're an inpatient, are you around COVID patients? Like what is separating you from those patients also hospitalized with COVID? So the good news, um, at least in Louisiana, is that the COVID rate of hospitalization is going down. We, we feel like the big hump that everyone talked about seems to be diminishing. And so what that means is less COVID patients in the hospital. Uh, in our hospital, we are now placing folks dealing with COVID on specific wings. In the past, they were kind of sort of scattered around on all the floors because there were so many. Mm -hmm. Now it's gotten to where we can dedicate certain wings and it allows us number one to contain any transmission, but it also lets us put specially trained people who now have experience in dealing with COVID complexity together, you know, with the people that benefit the most. This is great information, Dr. Casbon. It's definitely answered some of the questions I've had about a return to healthcare and some of the questions I'm sure our audience has had when they think about what it's going to be like to be back in a clinical environment. Is there anything else you'd like to add that you think would help prospective patients or have been questions you've encountered with your own patients? Yeah, well, I would just want to make sure that everybody feels reassured. Our patients are scared. Your providers are fully aware. Your providers are in some ways scared as well. We're all people too. So it's in everyone's interest to do what we can in the best way possible 
to keep each other safe because this really is a community effort. And so I think, you know, when you come to the clinic, if you can look through the eyes of what are we all doing together to make things better, um, I find it kind of heartwarming. It's, it's nice to see a community working together to get to the best outcomes. If you're one of the many patients or prospective patients who have been putting off care over concerns about safety in a clinical environment, I hope that this conversation with Dr. Casabon has helped ease those fears and answer some of those questions. Go to oxner.org coronavirus to get more information about the measures Oxner is taking to ensure a safe patient experience. Thanks for joining me today. I'm Alex Godian with Oxner Health. I'll see you next time on Innovation Health.